The Futures Agency presents Technology versus Humanity, The Coming Clash Between Man and a Machine, by Gert Leonhard. More information on the author at futuristgert.com. Chapter 5. The Internet of Inhuman Things Will the Internet of Inhuman Things gradually and then suddenly require us to forego our humanity and become ever more mechanistic just to remain relevant? As discussed previously, a combination of technological developments is fueling the emergence of the Internet of Things, IoT, also described by Cisco as the Internet of Everything and by others, like GE, as the Industrial Internet. The promise is simple. When everything is connected and data is being collected everywhere, all the time, we will be able to discover new truths and even predict and prevent events. Privacy and security expert Bruce Schneier calls this artificial brain in the cloud of interconnected devices, sensors, hardware and processes the world-sized web. Footnote 98. Indeed, it may well deliver a new era of optimization and hyper-efficiency, but what will happen to human interactions? The IoT promises enormous cost savings through a future of greater sustainability in a circular economy where all resources are reused, repaired or recycled after initial consumption and waste is effectively eliminated. Footnote 99. The IoT is enabled by embedding sensors in every object and connecting virtually everyone and everything. Then, by deploying artificial intelligence, AI, and predictive analytics, the idea is to achieve a meta-intelligence through an exponentially better ability to read, understand, and apply data. My conversations with IoT proponents around the world suggest that, if it delivers on its promise, we could realize savings of 30 to 50% on global logistics and shipping costs, 30 to 70% of the costs of personal mobility and transportation, 40 to 50% of energy, heating and air conditioning expenses, and that's just for starters. The potential economic benefits of this connectivity are tantalizing. The IoT is truly a gigantic undertaking and will certainly dwarf the previous Internet of Humans plus computers. Nothing vast enters the life of mortals without a curse. Sophocles, footnote 100. The IoT is bound to be orders of magnitude more powerful than the human Internet of today, and therefore infinitely more likely to cause unintended consequences. The outcome of global deployment of the IoT could be heaven or hell, but either way, the compass for this journey is being calibrated right now. Could the IoT turn us into things? We already have many negative side effects of the Internet to deal with today. Let's assume the unintended consequences of surveillance, loss of privacy and digital obesity were indeed not intentional. Faced with the global uptake of the IoT, one must certainly start to wonder how much more power access to our data and the AI to process it, we want to give to the providers of these solutions, tools, engines and platforms. We must also ask how these protections can be accomplished without global agreements, effective sanctions, self-regulation and independent supervision. 
The leading US-based platforms, cloud service providers, and other technology companies already seem incapable of preventing the NSA, FBI, and other officials from scanning all our devices and data. So how might this play out in five to seven years when we could have over 200 billion connected devices? In its darkest variation, the IoT could be the climax of machine thinking, the most perfect spying operating system, OS, ever devised, the largest real-time surveillance network ever contrived, enforcing total human compliance and killing off all remaining semblance of anonymity. Footnote 101. Just imagine a world, not too far off, where your connected car communicates all of its data in real time, including its location and all your movements in the cockpit. All your payments are linked to your smart devices, with cash wallets and credit cards a thing of the past. Your doctor can easily find out how little you have gotten off your chair and walked this week, and what your heart rate was while you slept on the plane. Your external brains, aka mobile devices, are now directly connected to your wetware brain via wearables, brain-computer interfaces, BCI, or implants. Everyone and everything becomes a data beacon, generating thousands of gigabytes per day, collected, filtered, and analysed in the cloud by armies of IBM's Watsons and Google's DeepMinds applying their hungry, self-learning global AI brains every second. Efficiency would likely trump humanity at every turn, and we would eventually be governed by a giant machine OS that self-learns and literally feeds off our output until even the contribution is no longer needed, at which point we would become worth less than the technology that we created and fed. The innate sovereignty that has defined mankind for at least tens of thousands of years will finally be compromised, not by any external creature or by alien visitors, but by technology protagonists and their hyper-mechanisation agendas. If we today cannot even agree on what the rules and ethics should be for an internet of people and their computing devices, how would we agree on something that is potentially a thousand times as vast? Should we not be more worried about proceeding just because we can? Who is in control? Today, we have standards, guidelines, agreements and treaties on what is permitted in biotechnology and bioengineering, such as the 1975 Asilomar guidelines on recombinant DNA. Footnote 102. We have nuclear non-proliferation treaties. We don't yet have any such thing for data and intelligence, the oil of the digital age. Despite the fact that data is quickly becoming the single most powerful economic driver, we do not yet have a global treaty on what is allowed with the personal data of the Internet's 3.4 billion users, footnote 103, or a treaty on cognitive computing or artificial general intelligence. With the exception of nuclear weapons, rarely in the course of human history has so much been ventured at such speed with so little reflection. Indeed, the exponential use of data, and now AI, will soon rival the impact of nuclear weapons. Yet AI remains a largely unregulated space. Who will make sure that the leading data and AI companies are doing the right thing? Who will make sure that the entities running the shiny new IoT are doing the right thing? And what is the right thing? Who defines it? Will we even be able to distinguish the right from the wrong thing? Androrhythms and the Precautionary Principle 
What will keep the new masters of the universe from turning not just processes and hardware into data, but also turning humans into things, either by accident or by design? The technology industry's delight with the IoT and its obvious benefits notwithstanding, this is a risk we should not take without exercising extreme caution and consideration. We need to insert balances that ensure a truly human development process, tempering every exponential progress step of technology with human concerns, throwing a human monkey wrench between the zeros and the ones that are starting to dominate our lives. I humbly suggest we apply an updated version of the precautionary principle, see chapter 8, to those who aim to power and provide the blessings of the IoT. The burden to prove and ensure that the IoT will not harm those subjected to it should be placed on those in control, and only once that responsibility is secured should we move ahead. At the same time, we should allow the proactionary approaches as well and not stifle innovation. This is no longer a question of either or, nor is it a question of simply blending these strategies. Homo sapiens are now in altogether unknown territory, 70 years after unleashing nuclear power upon the Earth in a still controversial military experiment and political decision. Without any new world war to justify or excuse our headlong advance into big data land, we are proceeding as if all the choices will remain available to us. The internet of inhuman things could surround our humanity and alter its essential essence just as it will impart godlike omnipotence to its owners. We need to take precautions, and we need to remain proactive, but these can no longer be two separate agendas, driven by two separate tribes. You have been listening to Technology versus Humanity, The Coming Clash Between Man and Machine by Gert Leonhard. For more information, or to purchase the complete Futurist Breakdown, visit futuristgert.com forward slash TVH English